there, ladies and gentlemen. I am joined now by the fine Mr. Scott Holiday of multi award winning Grammy-nominated band Rival Sons. How are you doing, sir? Very good, my friend. Happy to be here. It's always good to sit down, especially sit down with somebody who at the moment wants to kick in ass. You guys are on fire, as always. Got a brand new album coming out. What can I say? You seem to go from strength to strength without blowing too much smoke up your guy's ass. But it's the truth. You are doing so well with these sounds. And this new album is rocking. And you're on tour right now. And everything what I'm seeing is just 100% full-blown to the wall. It's got to be a great feeling, yeah? Yeah, man. I mean, we've we've been a little contained. So there's a little bit of combustion in the engine. So we're coming out. You know, we made a record. We made two records that mm -hmm. we have a lot of heart for. We have a lot of feeling for. So it's just all of it, man. You can feel the fans coming out and just hungry for it. We're hungry for it. There's songs out there that we believe in, and we're we're back at it like that. I gotta admit, uh, you probably have this said to you uh, a few times by people. The thing with your sound, you you never full blown noise. You take it up, you take it down, and you seem to have a melody of stories going on, and it's just beautiful. I, I you know, I listen to the to the album, and and just before I know it, I'm home, and I'm like, geez, I want to play it again, because mm. you kind of mm. just it's like you just go with it. Is this something you guys always set out to do with each album instead of just having a full blown noise? Do you do you want it to go up and down? You know. I appreciate that, Tina. Thank you. Um, yes. Yes, there. We set out to make something dynamic. Absolutely, I think you never know how dynamic or how much just noise or dynamic it's going to be, as you put it. But um, yeah, on these records especially, uh, there is a lot of light and shade. There's a lot of light and shade, and I think it just has a lot to do with the time and a lot to do with the material. Mm -hmm. And you know, we wrote these records over a very divisive uh politicized just a real in intense time mm. it's a really like intense time so at home we had all of our weird stuff we had our weird president we had uh, uh racial tension oh my god we had uh divisiveness to the max mm. where nobody wanted to agree about anything over here where you are and throughout europe brexit you had your own politicized divisiveness and confusion happening. And it just felt like a big cloud had settled over, over all of us. Mm. And it was a dynamic time. And it felt like a time that we needed hope. Mm. So I'm, I'm thinking of this in the way that there's so much light and shade. It feels like this time that we went through, a big shade kind of was cast over us. And we wanted to illustrate that, but also illustrate a light cast on that shadow. And that's also kind of why you have a dark fighter and a light bringer, mm. uh, to, you know, but we, even within each record, there's a light shade within the songs, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think there are some songs that go hard. There yeah. are some songs that are, that are, that are, that are heavier and not so dynamic, but I think this record really song to song, you're going to see a lot of like dynamic work. We really stretched on this one. 
Is that coming from the songwriting though, Scott? You know, you and Jay, uh, your collaboration with the songwriting and Jay's voice, because obviously Jay's got, I think he's one of the most underrated frontmen in, in, in the business and has been for many, many years. I think he's probably the best right now uh, in the business with his voice and in his, in his, in his, in his, just how he hits those those kind of boundaries. Do yours, does your songwriting uh, come down to matching that kind of voice, what he has, or is it something where... Jay's gone and listened to the to the music and then put his vocals to it again because I know he sometimes used to record like that. Is that the kind of process that you guys have gone down? It's still like that, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I I like to write in a very dynamic way. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of a lot of my influences did that from the '60s all the way into to current music. You know, well, you can pull pull numerous bands and songs that illustrate that. I mean. Most notably, a band like Zeppelin, how they used light and shade. Um, we heard it with several bands mm-hmm. from that era. Mm-hmm. And if you look at like coming into like the the nineties and the two thousands, like bands like even like bands like Radiohead or whatever, how much they yeah. were using light and shade. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's just a it's an age old trick. I think of like the nineties too, like a band like Smashing Pumpkins or something like that. Light and shade, where you go from like one to 11 yeah it's just uh, it's like it really indicates uh, an emotional push an emotional yeah pull. yeah 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 yeah. completely get that it, right so you know or like like blur come on man i mean like being here and then being here you know uh-huh. what i mean this is a thing um so i think it's it's indicative of like big emotions big power uh feeling something, you know what I mean? And that low dynamic lets you sit down and like conjure something and mm. like tell a story at that level. It's hard to tell a story here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Telling a story is hard, but you can tell the story here. You can build the tension down here, down low. Yeah. And then you let it build, build, build as much as you can say with your voice. And then here comes that tidal wave right behind you to, to like, lay the law down to like make the point to stamp it you know exactly. you're gonna hear a lot of these two records and i've always written like that um and jay is a very dynamic writer and i think this band just writes in that that paradigm in that world you know yeah it's beautiful and you know when you take these to your long time producer uh, people don't know uh, dave cobb does he ever turn around to you guys and say it ain't gonna work on this one or does he give you the freedom and say yeah pitch it let's go he does both. Oh, he does awesome. both. We know how to make a record. We know how to write songs. We produce other records. During the pandemic, I produced several artists, so did Jay. Um, and we've been doing this for a minute. Yeah. But So we get it right. We get it right plenty of times. But we have him to tell us. Mm-hmm. And not my favorite. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? It goes as far as for us to say, yeah, we know you don't like it. We're still going to do it. And we're still going to follow it through. Uh-huh. You're going to have to go with us and he'll go <laughs> okay you guys go and then other times we're going what do you are we on the right track and he'll go and eh, now yeah and we'll go okay scrap move on let's like fix let's fix that up or he'll go we're going eh, it's not working it's not working and he'll go you're out of your mind it's working great let's go i'll show you how it's working and he'll do his little producer thing or add something in there and uh bring it into focus for us like oh now I hear what you're hearing, man. That's great. So it's 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 a very symbiotic relationship. You know what I mean? It's very organic and symbiotic. We're working together. You know? Yeah, yeah. I love that. And 
Obviously, you guys have had the chance to test these uh, new songs live. Well, has it been going down that way, or have you just just been teasing here and there? You know, the first night we played the whole record, top to bottom. Wow! And I think it just—I think it was just a, a, a sonic assault on people. Like, you know, whoa! A lot of people don't know all of our stuff, and nobody's heard the whole record. So I think it was just a lot for people to take in. You don't know if people are just blown away and shocked if they're not overreacting to it. Um, I kind of, I kind of from that night have pulled back and kind of went, okay, I'm going to play you the singles that you know, we're going to pepper in a couple every night that you haven't heard yet. Uh And that's kind of how we've been doing it until the record comes out, which comes out on June 2nd. Dark fighter. Dark fighter. Out on June 2nd. Sorry. Absolutely. No, no, absolutely. when the record comes out, we have every intent of uh, playing as much of that as we can a night. I'm just, it's an interesting thing, man. It's our eighth record. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if we only played one song from every record, and you know what I mean? It starts to fill up the set. You got a so set. We gotta, yeah, we got to be strategic, man. And if we don't like, there's ones that if we don't play, people feel like, hey, what the fuck? Are you really not going to play Pressure and Time? Are you not going to play this? Are you not going to play that? Are you not going to play this? Everybody's got something to say, you know? So it's like you're constantly balancing. Here's some songs that you want to hear. And it's not even like I want to pander to the audience. That's not really what our band does. No. Uh, but but I very much believe that the people come to trust us. <laughs> but that said... It's fun to play songs that people know and enjoy because all of a sudden they become very involved and it's just natural. We light up to what we hear, you know? Absolutely. I always tell the same story. I, I, I once went to see the Black Crows play with Oasis at home at the Greek theater. I took my pop with me, took my dad with me, and I was like, he's never seen the Crows. I'm like, you're going to love them. They're great. They're great. Wait till you see the show. They're fantastic. And, you know, they just played this one record. They played Lions, and they didn't play any of the songs from any of the other records, and I couldn't believe it. And for me, Lions was just not their best work, and I was like really looking forward to at least a few jams, and it was good for me to see that as a touring musician, mm-hmm. as a career musician, and go, I didn't like that. I didn't like that show. That show kind of sucked ass. That mm-hmm. was not cool. <laughs> and I love that band, and I love those guys. They're yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Great people, great band. But I learned, like, wow, it's hard to remove yourself a little bit from your own work and go, it still is a show. And the thing I'm really harnessing, the thing I really want to do is lift a room. The thing I really want to do is make people feel together. The thing I really want to do is make everybody together in the same place at once and feel very good and lift up a room, you know? And if the new music does that, Good. That's what we're going to do. If some of those old ones do it, good. That's what I want to do. I, I just want people to feel a togetherness, and I think there's a way to present the new material with some of the older material and make it all work. I like feel like there's a magic combination every night this, with certain audiences to unlock them. <laughs> well, i, I got to say, it's, you've been around the block for many years, What pushing 12 years, 13 years now. And you guys never seem to fail on tour by grabbing an audience and gaining a new audience. I know not sounding egomatic. Are you at the point now where you guys are like, not really fussed what the critics are on about these days. We're doing this for us and the loyals. Is it like that anymore? 
or, or are you guys still worried about what the people put in on their, you know, in the papers or magazines? You know, or are you just being I an artist think, because you're an artist? Honestly, Dino, I don't think we've really been too worried about it ever. I love it. Ever. We are like really our our worst critics. Mm-hmm. We're really our, our toughest critics. You know what I mean? Like we're really um, hard on ourselves and we pack shit apart before it goes to record very much. Mm-hmm. And we cut heads. We leave, we leave shit at the door. Like if it's not working, it goes away. If, if, if we finish it and it ain't right, it, it goes in the bin. It's just, there's, 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 there's too much art to make bad art. And, yeah. and that is, that's a very subjective idea, a subjective point. One man's worst song can be another person's best song, but what we're presenting is what we feel is presentable. And that's after it's gone through stringent, uh, like we, we like this one. We will, mm-hmm. we agree on this one. Yeah, you know, yeah. if someone is dead set, like this is a piece of shit. I don't want it out. It doesn't meet the mark. Generally it goes. It's great. So it's- what you did is, it's after we've crushed the coal down to its finest thing and you get what would be a rival son's diamond. You know? It's like good. this is what we feel is the best thing that we have and it's been it's been really cared for and looked after or it's even if it's raw, yeah. this has something to it, you know. It doesn't have to be overworked. It just you know, it just means it's it has something special, mm-hmm. you know? Spent a lot of time on always- this one though, didn't you? Well how come you spent more time on this than any of the other albums? Was it was it that feeling what you've just mentioned? Well, because we're home, because yeah. I'm home now for two years instead of making a record for 30 days and jumping back on the road. Yeah. That's it. We're home for we're home for two years. So and it was welcome. You know, I'm a father. I, I have kids. And I've frankly, at that point, I was 12 years straight on the road. Mm. And I kind of had said before that Pando hit, I was kind of like, man, I could do with two years home. Bless really. you. I, I could just be a dad for a minute. Mm-hmm. Let me collect myself here before we make another record. We've been banging these things out. Not that they're not quality, but it's it's a different mood and a different mindset. And I think this time home allowed us to like recharge our batteries, man. Yeah. And that's really important for artists. It's really important for artists, for musicians. We got to recharge our batteries because then we can kind of have uh, a, a, a crystallized Crystallize our aesthetic, our angle, our view, and an, an idea of what we want to present next. You know, you can only push, 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 push for so long. You have to kind of like recharge, get focused, take it all in, and present. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's what you're getting. And that's what you're getting. You know, and it was also hard to get into the studio with Dave Cobb. He has a few pretty big artists that he works with now. So for us, we could only fit in. All of us, all the artists, could only mm-hmm. fit in a week at a time. It was all broken up like that. So we'd we'd write five songs, go record for a week, come home, work on them, finish them from home, go back four months later with another five songs and the other ones complete, reflect, have a refractory period, uh, write new songs, kind of, and, and complete the, the continue the arc, the story yeah. arc, Keeps and then fresh. go back in for a week or two and come home and record. Like it went on and on for the better part of two years. It was we couldn't get enough time to just stamp it and finish it and by the middle we could see that the arc was like this it wasn't like that it wasn't in that yet we were like just 
oh, okay, to the point of where we have a production credit on the record and there were things that Dave just wasn't even involved in on this record. There were mm-hmm. things where we were producing from home. Now I was working directly with mixers and the band and getting stuff and like finishing it on my own, you know? Oh, that's crazy. It just shows you, again, it just creativity comes from freshness. You need that drive. Uh, you also need the break to keep everything going and everything everything rolling with rival sons to keep that, to keep, I'd say, what was it? To keep it the highest standards that you guys have got because you don't ever drop the ball ever at the moment. You're just on a roll. And this album, again, Dark Fighter, it's very out, it's out very soon. There ain't a bad one on it. There's not a bad track on it. You know, like I've said, you. you get from, Thank you. you put it on, and I always say it, when you listen to an album and you get home, you're like, how did I get here? That's a classic album, what you can listen to again. Telling a story. Mm-hmm. Kind of getting lost in them vocals as well, and, and the whole the whole shebang of that. Uh, heading to the UK again. Can't wait to see the reaction of that. What's the plans now then? So you hit, you're on the road right now with the guys. Uh, just tour, 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 and then over to Europe, I guess, yeah? It's, it's tour, tour, tour. It's, uh, gosh, we have four more weeks left on this run. We go home for a minute. I'm going to do a little summertime at the beach. And at the end of July, uh, we have a couple festivals we're going to headline in Norway. And then we come home very for like a couple days, and we start a tour in August stateside here, August, September, with Smashing Pumpkins, which is kind of fun and cool. Happy days. And yeah man that's cool and then we're going to uh come home for just a moment again and then come out to europe and bring dark fighter and lightbringer to you guys we should have both of them out by the time we get out there we'll spend halloween out there mm-hmm. and uh be be trying out these new songs with everybody and i hope everyone loves them it's great do you still have moments because obviously you've shared the state the stage with many people now you guys god there's two big two it's who you haven't who was big and uh do you still have those moments scott where you'd actually just stand there and be like this is this is the gig this is why you still have the moments i have it all the time yeah i have it all the time i have it all the time it's still fun it was fun the whole time it's anytime we're on tour with someone like a sabbath or uh you know even like aerosmith acdc any of these acts dude these are like these are like big, big acts that I grew up with, mm-hmm. you know, even my, like, even 90s acts, even Stone Temple Pilots, great friends oh. of mine now, dear friends, even without Scott there, yeah. you know, Jeff is such a good job, He's just listening, like, to, to the guys do how they do, the other three, the DeLeo brothers, and Eric, yeah. how they're doing it, it's like, man, this shit is so good, dude, they're so great, and I, like, really loved these songs when I was a kid, yeah, you know? Yeah. So all, all of these acts that we work with and I've got I've gotten to open up for and they've been so gracious to us and rad. Um yeah, it's I, I never feel like Yeah, right on. Cool. I, that's not ever how I feel. Like it's never like I've taken it for, for granted. I'm always excited. Uh I'm excited to do this thing with Smashing Pumpkins. They were a big band for me when I was a kid. One of my biggest actually mm-hmm. when I was in high school. They were like a really Gish and Siamese Dream were huge records for me as a kid. And, um, yeah, it's exciting. The Sabbath thing was just, uh, like, otherworldly because yeah. that was 13 months. And you'd be hard-pressed to find bigger, iconic, like, like a really leading, charging band in a, mm-hmm. in a genre. And just watching Tony night after night, all of them, but specifically for me, watching Tony night after night, sitting behind him and watching him do his thing with such fervor and dedication and focus. Oh, man, 
it, it just it just really lit me up every night. It just like you could, I could feel my heart get bigger every night. Like, wow, that's so cool that he doesn't phone shit in. That he's not just kind of like up there, like, mm-hmm. like just just whacking it off. Like he actually is very focused on it, man. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's heart wrenching. It's heart wrenching to watch it. And you might a lot of people might even think of Sabbath like that. But man. They are not fucking around. And I don't know if I'm supposed to say that on your no, show, no, but I'm cool. just saying, they're not fucking around, dude. He is really pulling in every night. He's really dedicated. He's really crushing those solos and he's really focused in it. Badass, man. It gives me a lot of hope exactly. as a guitar player. And somebody who's been touring this long that feels like, oh, what does that candle go out? Does that flame burn out? Old school. It's old school. It never goes away. The old school musicians, we always oh, say it. It doesn't burn out. It's all there. Yeah. It's all there. It might be there more now than <laughs> it was there another time. He's not all coked up. He's focused for real, like Ex- present. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's on, he's on the ball and he's got he's got the rest of the bands that are on the ball as well, you know. And Woo! he's got the younger got generation trying to take that flame and he ain't letting that burn just yet. <laughs> I'm inspired, man. I'm honored to watch that shit. I'm I'm honored to be able to get in that world and, and try to hold that candle. You know what uh-huh. I mean? I, I absolutely, and you've definitely got the look and the swagger as well, Mister Holiday. And I love it. It's quality <laughs> stuff. I gotta say, thanks for sitting down and having this chat. The album is out in June, guys, and the new, the other one will be out very soon as well. And keep an eye out for all the tour dates. And the album, I can't wait to see the reaction. It is blinding, Mister Holiday. Thank you for sitting down with me. Yo, man, I can't wait to see you when we're over.